Hey there, you're listening to the Go Remote Podcast with me, Tammy, and every single week, I'll be taking you on a journey to transform your remote working aspirations into a wildly successful one and help you truly live the life of your dreams. You can do this, my friend, and I'm here to show you how. Come on, let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to today's episode. My guest today is Adeze Zita Edekwe. She is a project management professional with over five years of experience designing and managing entrepreneurial capacity building programs for early stage and growth stage, you know, startups in emerging markets. She's currently a senior program manager at Seedstar, a, you know, 98% remote company. And she's here today to tell us all about what is required to get started as a program manager. So if you've ever thought about veering into um, a role in pro- program management, today is your day. You need to sit back and buckle up because Adeze is amazing, guys. Ada, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy, for having me um, and giving me this opportunity to share. Uh, really oh, happy gosh. to be here. <laughs> Thank it's, you. I, I, it's, it's such a pleasure to have you. I know that both of us have had conversations way back where we just talk about like your your professional move and transitioning from event management mm-hmm. to programs management. And the story always excites me every single time. And so um, I know that I've given a brief of intro just before the episode, but I want to I want them to hear from you at that. Can we meet you? Okay. So tell me everything. <laughs> uh, everything. All right. <laughs> okay, presently. Well, um <laughs> you know. Presently, like you said, I'm a senior program manager at Sitstars and um, focused on designing programs for early to growth stage startups in emerging markets. And by emerging markets, I mean um, developing countries like Nigeria. Um, we are also focused, Sitstars is, we carry out programs in Africa, Middle East, North Africa, Asia, and Latin America. And the idea of these programs is to maximize growth and improve business performance for the startups. Um, get them ready to receive investments, invest in them ourselves when we can. Um, so this has afforded me the opportunity to even venture into training, coaching, and collaborating with the startups to help them identify problems, collect data, and implement solution. But the most important thing for us is to make sure that they they, they, they are on the road or on the track to become high-growth ventures. Uh, and this in turn will create impact for the markets that they're operating in. So that's like what I do on a day-to-day basis as the focus. And that's like um, the goal of every tax <laughs> that I carry out day-to-day. Yeah. Oh my God, that's exciting. Um, Ada, um, so wait, you started off your career in event management. Yeah. That was, right? Yeah. That was my first what role. Was your role. Yeah. What was your role like? What was your duty as an event management like at the time? And how did you even get into, you know, that's, that, uh, that role to start with? Well, um, I wouldn't say I stumbled into events because right the back when I was in school, we are part of groups or associations and you find that you're always at the lead of projects, of events, of social events that are happening then in school. And I found that I could do it well. It was really nothing to me. And I was eager to do it well because again, I didn't want anything to go bad or things not done properly. So I would rather be involved so yeah i got that experience it was little but i didn't realize at the time that it was a profession um but then i started getting the idea when i first when i saw it in the movie and then when i saw after the movie actually i, I actually went to research to find out 
more about this yeah and then realize okay you learned about event management from a movie yeah like that was the you know the introduction to that profession <laughs> okay yes because uh, wait like okay. you know you know when you grow when you i studied pastology and before that it was either you study medicine you study doc, um law or one of the yeah those, those were like the popular courses our parents wanted us to do and pastology was a bio was in biosciences um you don't go hearing about events management right not as a profession at that period yeah but then when you look at things and look at things um closely or put your ears to the ground you start hearing about different types of profession that people or youths could possibly get themselves involved in and i think it's changing now so we had limited knowledge we didn't have huge access to the internet as at then it was not so far be behind but again the access has changed so of course I, that, that was when i i found it i found about the profession in a movie and then went on google and started reading about it because again i wasn't really looking forward to being a parastologist or a medical laboratory scientist for the rest of my life so i'd already started looking for for things something else that i could really do and enjoy and it was important that i enjoyed what i was doing so when i found that out i researched started speaking to people um, to understand if it exists how it exists in the country if it's even possible to build a career out of it and yeah the the research introduced me to successful entrepreneurs that are event managers and professionals in the country and yeah i read about their companies i read about what they've done the kind of events they've done um even as at then zafaya had a training school for event managers so yeah they had started they had existed already but they didn't it wasn't popular yeah Okay, so how did you get into Zafaya at the time? Um, so yes, a friend of mine introduced um, me to Mrs. Funke Bafnaobote. And when I visited, I requested to intern um, because of my very, very <laughs> interesting love for the... Because as a day when I found this out, I was so excited, you know, finding that this existed and that you can... So I was willing to work even as an intern, okay. even for free. And I did work for free wow. um, because I, I was really eager to learn. And um, before I was moved to a more permanent staff after a few months. But yeah, so my first um, professional stint with events management was with Zafaya Events. Okay, so so you joined Zafaya Events as an intern. What, what, um, what were your roles at the time? And how did that progress over time, you know, into like a, a more senior role? I, I know that after a while, you were offered a full-time role at Safari Event, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how did that morph into a, a more full-time role? And what were your dates day like? Um, so for Safari, you start out as a coordinator. So coordinator is like the lowest um, role, events coordinators. You're working with other um event managers to put so you're attached to one event manager to help support in all their events and um so you are liaising with clients you're booking vendors you're following up with vendors um you're inspecting venues um you're having you're spending time in meetings as well with clients and if it's a company with 
<laughs> at the company so you're going from place to place most of the time and you are working at the events and by working at the events i mean setup um delivery execution and tear down as a coordinator you are attached to one um, event manager and you're supposed to support um the, the event manager in every event they're doing um and you provide support by all in vendors, um, finding out prices, finding out availability of vendors, um, attending meetings with clients. You're also supporting during the execution of the event. So set up exec main execution and tear down. Um, so yes, that's like basically most of what I was doing, but on this side, I was also learning project management from my superiors and from um, mm. FB herself. In informally? No. It was quite structured because you are, yeah. yeah, it was very structured. Um, Mrs. Funkebuckner was running a very structured company. So it was, it was a, what they, you are assigned and then you, you follow the, the manager in charge based on the tasks that are assigned to you anyway. But you know what's about, what's next in every project that you're doing, what you should do at what point in time, three months to the time, six months to the time, two days to the time, there's a list, there was, like a whole plan of what you're supposed to do mm -hmm. at every point in time before the event, after the event, all of that. So it was, it was structured, it was easy to, to learn. Um, and it was very eye-opening because again, when you think of event planning, you're thinking of small events, not Nigerian events that are huge <laughs> and complex. No, but, but you have to admit, you have to admit that um, working in a working in event planning or event management in nigeria is is technically different from what you must have seen in that movie of course of course your dream. Yeah. of course you're talking about the thousand five hundred guests two thousand guests so, <laughs> so yeah and you're dealing with that every and, all the, and all the nuances of, of yeah. bride's parents um, bride's family groom's family <laughs> i think that taught me a lot about client stakeholder management which again i'm applying in my present role because you're not just, for a wedding, for instance, you're not just talking to the bride and the groom, you're talking to family, in-laws, you're settling quarrels, you're you're just in, in between. So you're managing these relationships to ensure that that day mix is, is done well or goes well. Um, so it's a huge lot. It's, it's not as simple as people make it seem. It's a huge, it's a huge role planning events, especially in Nigeria. Require a lot of skills from you. You probably will be given, you know, a lot that you did not know that you have. I remember one time when we were talking and you were saying that as an event planner, you have to be, you have to be uh, a, a counselor, you have to be a mother, you have to be a sister, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I know that that intrinsically is, is very um, um, experience like it drills you yes and it, it causes you to build different skills that you did not even think you have the capacity to build right yeah hmm. okay so how then did you move into like corporate corporate event planning um so yeah i had always wanted to do corporates i think that they were more like i still think they are more structured and less hassle so I, I, I deliberately started searching for companies that will afford me that that opportunity. And I did. I got into um, a marketing agency and I was doing experiential events for them. So I was like project support, um, event manager of the company. And this time around, it afforded uh, me the opportunity to work with bigger brands like Airtel, Smile. 
um yeah so that that was what i was looking for and i think working with that company also gave me an added experience um it was okay. it was getting a lot more interesting yeah mm-hmm. okay so so then you worked for um worked in uh the marketing agency for how long um for almost two years i did that for almost two years yeah almost two years okay as as a um a programs manager in that in that uh, marketing agency correct yeah a project manager project and event projects mm-hmm. project and events okay mm-hmm. okay so then what did you do next um i started my own company no way ada yes way <laughs> <laughs> what what made you venture into entrepreneurship um i don't know i think i was looking for another a newer challenge and i wanted to do things my way um okay I wanted to put all I had learned. Maybe <laughs> I, I really don't know why I what I can't say exactly what made me. I just wanted you know to to do things my way most of the um, implement all that all that I have learned um, and also see if I can build the kind of company I wanted to build um, or I saw that these companies that I've worked for could have been. So yeah. yeah. It was it was a new challenge for me. It was an opportunity to to do something new, um, and yeah, I dove in, <laughs> dove in. So what what was your company about? So yeah, we were doing events basically, but I wanted it to do a lot more corporate events. Um, so I did book launches, I did product launches. Um, the kind of events that i wanted to do more of i did weddings but again i don't want to position um vertex events as a wedding planning agency so it was events yes but more of the social corporate events interesting so how then did you navigate into tech you know first how long did, how long were you an entrepreneur for um so i think i started in 2015 and okay. ran it till about 2020 okay. yeah 2020 um, yeah so i was doing it you know but but i seriously focused on it from 2015 till 2018 okay mm-hmm. oh my god how was the experience like it was tough <laughs> <laughs> would you do it again if you had the chance to um with bit more planning more okay I'll do it a bit more realistically. Um, okay. <laughs> maybe get a partner. Um because right okay. now I believe so much in collaboration. Get a partner mm-hmm. that's willing to to commit. Um Okay. So yes, I think I would do it. But this time okay. with better planning, better experience, a lot mm-hmm. more knowledge of entrepreneurship and um although it still throws balls at you even when you don't even when you think you know. But still I think mm-hmm. I am better prepared so yes I'll do it if I'll do it again. Okay. I I I tried to venture into entrepreneurship full time at some point in my life. Mm. And I can tell you for a fact that if I was if I was going to try this again, yeah, ever again, it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I I remember when I I said look I think it's time to go and look for a job. I said to myself, yeah. never again to me. <laughs> never again. We are not doing entrepreneurship again. Like I did not understand how how I couldn't plan, mm-hmm. you know, based off of what I would make in that month. It's so irregular. Yeah. And 
it was just a lot of emotional roller coaster that I couldn't deal with. Right. And I thought, look, I, I want I want something stable. I thought entrepreneurship was for me, but I don't think so anymore. So if I was gonna if I, if I would ever try entrepreneurship again, mm-hmm. it would be totally different. I must have made a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that can take you for three years at least for a stretch, maybe. Right. Without without okay. stressing. Exactly, exactly. You get you get it. It has to it has to be that. It has to be worth it. Yeah. Okay. Um so then how did you navigate into tech? Talk to me about your journey into tech. Um so yeah, I got to that same point you got to when I realized I had to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I okay. got to that point and then um I spoke to Yvonne, our friend. And yeah, yeah he she gave me a few ideas, you know, we started talking about the skills that I'd already built and we started looking at roles that, you know, could be, that were aligned to the skills I'd built so far while I was doing events. Yeah. So okay. we had to rework my CV together, um, position it in such a way, because then again, it was jumping out of my CV that I was good at project management and all of that. So okay. we had okay. to position that um, and then started applying to a lot of we applied to a number of companies before I got called at um, Seedspace. Uh, Seedspace is the co-working hub for Seedstars. So yeah, that was my that was my step into into tech. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And um, and so you you got into Seedspace as uh, as a community and events manager. So we, Seedspace has had a lot of entrepreneurs working from the space. So they wanted someone to take care of the events that were happening there, um, manage the community, build the community, think of newer events to do based off the community. Yeah, so that's what we that's what my role was focused on um, as of when I joined. Okay, interesting. So um, how did you morph, how did, how did um, your community-based role morph into like a program management role? Okay, so um, with the events we were doing at Seedspace, it was focused on entrepreneurship. So through the events where I was learning um, about startup methodologies, I was learning from the events that we're doing because of course when you bring speakers and they talk, um, you get to know about where you are, what these people were doing. You get to learn more about the industry. And Seedspace was very connected to the parent company, Seedstars. So Seedstars was focused on tech in emerging markets. So everything that you were doing had to be tied to that goal. Um, so I continued doing events for a while in Seedspace until um, I was invited to join the team that were planning the events outside the country. And then that was my... I was still focused on events because again we started we I joined the team that were taking care of Sixters World um while still working on the seed space as a community manager, but I was also doing um like an events management role for the events that were happening in Africa. Um so after doing the one in Ghana and yeah, I okay, something happened that changed the whole thing. I was I was supposed to continue in that role. But then again, another role opened at the same time I was getting married and moving out of Lagos. So I couldn't continue at Seedspace. So the remote role where um, the region, regional events manager role opened up and I was offered that role when I had to move to Abuja. So the role um, 
it 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 was about it was still the same thing but now you are taking care of the region as a whole so that that exposed me to a lot more um of Seedstars network across africa and we okay. we planned and executed 29 events in 29 countries um mm. that year <laughs> yeah so so those events they involve a lot of boot camps they involve a lot of capacity building they involve competition um tech startups competition so this was um opening me up to the capacity building aspect of what i was doing and that knowledge pushed me into programs mm. yeah mm. okay and um how would you say that being a programs manager is different from the work that you were doing as an event and you know community manager at the time okay so this is different because then the programs are long term so we're talking about okay. events where one day two day boot camps maybe a week if we have the six star summits um then but then programs became more long term so you're designing um not just a two-day training session you're designing a program that would benefit a company and stay with them for at least three months. Um, there are some programs that last for nine months, six months. Um, and in that program, you are meeting certain KPIs for the company or helping them to meet certain KPIs for themselves. Um, you are either helping them, training them on certain topics or connecting them to mentors that will guide them along the way or help them navigate any challenges they face. Um, you're also connecting them to investors for those programs that are basically focused on getting the startups investments. So it's, it's a lot more different. It's more intense. It's more, uh, it's, it's more long term. And it's more high level. Exactly. It's more high level. So, yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. So um, if I were starting a career as a programs manager, for mm -hmm. example, and, and I have no experience whatsoever, yeah. how do I, how, how do I even begin? You know, what, what should I be considering as a startup? Um, so for me, I think any opportunity that would afford you the 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 chance to to increase your level of program management, take courses in program management, um, not program management. There are courses in program management, but then I would start with project management because it's like that's the that's the foundation, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. if anyone involved in projects can actually do this and then if there's interest the, the, again another understanding i've come to uh, i've come to is is that program management vary across different sector of a company so there could be a marketing program manager there could be a technical program manager there could be um for me it's uh, capacity building um and startups and all, all that um, so it depends yeah, on that, the, that's a very good yes. that's a very good point that you just raised. So there's because like in my company, mm -hmm. um, Sareda, yeah, I have we have programs management or programs manager in CX. Yeah, we have programs managers in sales. We yeah, have programs manager in HR. Yeah. So I, I, I please talk more on that. Um, so it's again, um, I was about to say it's interest. What's what are your interests? Are you interested in sales? Are you interested in marketing? Are you interested in technical aspect of of a company? Um, so it, it all depends. Are you interested? Some NGOs have programs. So again, yeah. like that's why I said the foundation of all of this is project management. Now, if you can understand project management, you can then apply. But then again, understanding project management as a salesperson or understanding project management as a teacher 
or understanding project mm. management as a um, as a software developer. So it's it mm -hmm. it depends on your interests, um, and then you apply a lot of rules that we have now are application applied rules, rules that you can apply skills that you've built over the years. So going yes. back to your question is first understanding interests, then understanding the foundation and for me the foundation for this role is project management so if you are mm -hmm. if you find that you have an affinity for that kind of role you have you can solve complex problems you are interested in a bit of <laughs> budgeting and finance because again that's very key mm -hmm. um yeah you, you you can prioritize because uh, at the moment you can be doing as much as five four to five different programs at the same time running concurrently so can, are you able mm. to prioritize? Are you able to communicate? And communicating mm. is least is linked to stakeholder management. So the kind of communication that you have for for the startups, in my case, in this time, is different from the kind mm. of communication I will have to mentors, to investors, to partners, mm -hmm. and to mm -hmm. my internal team. So communication is key. Attention to details. I can't overemphasize. <laughs> can't emphasize that enough. Attention to details because again, um, one little detail could mess could spoil the whole project so um that attention to detail is necessary but the beginning is what's your interests which field mm. are you interested in and then um understanding project management okay so how do i demonstrate some of the soft skills that you just mentioned now things like attention to details how do i how do i demonstrate that in my application or in my cv because like those are not things that are readily seen so how do I show a recruiter that, look, mm -hmm. I am a very organized person. I pay attention to details without, without them necessarily having a conversation with me. Is there a way to demonstrate this through my CV? Yeah, um, for me, I, I always, I'm interested in results and most recruiters are now. So for if you haven't had any experience before, then this is an opportunity. You, you intern first. And yeah, I'm a big fan of internship. It benefited me. So I always advise anyone who's out of school, who wants to go into any field or any industry to, to to go on to intern first it's not something to be looked down upon upon and that will help you build your skills now while you were working what results did you come to while you were exhibiting the skills right that's what you should mention in your cv but for a newbie you are talking now about your interests you're saying that you have the skills and you like to explore more um in this industry so yeah Okay. Okay. Um, are there specific like courses that I should be aware of or that I should take? Um, there are a lot of project management courses online on LinkedIn Learning. So I, there, there are no specific um, programs management courses. It's, it's more project management. Yep. Yep. I, I've seen program management courses. I've seen foundational courses okay. on program management. Um, but they are also linked. They all, all also have similar topics to to project management. So you can do both. Some of these courses are really um one week three days a few hours you can take them um you can take the certification some people go ahead to take the certifications um on project management professional courses and all of that so there, there are certifications for that and that can help you that can expose you to more learning and more understanding okay. of what it is to be a professional project manager um so those are those are those courses are available online i think and you can search and you find like a lot of resources on this particular mm. topic because it's not mm. um it's no longer new okay mm -hmm. um I, I, for, for, as a bonus to my listeners i'm going to do a list of 
different avenues to just um, explore mm-hmm. where you can find uh, courses on pro- project management. Yeah. And um, if you can also find, you know, the link to the foundational program man- programs management course, mm-hmm. it would be great so that we can include that. But I would also do a bit of search on my end so that that can be added as well. Yeah. But it would be an amazing resource, I am sure. So anyone who's trying to get into the industry. Yes, I did one. I think one of the first courses I did on project management was on Alison. I don't know if they still exist. Yeah, they still, they still <laughs> exist. Yeah. I, I, still, I still hear about them, but I'm not sure um, what sort of uh, ah. courses they have and what the, the classes are like anymore. Yeah, but that was what I did. I, I did a diploma in project management. They are, you can, you okay. can check like online um, schools like ED edx.org edx yes udemy coursera Coursera, Um, yeah yeah. okay so i'll I'll just do a list of um, all the courses so if you're listening to this episode and you want to get into programs management or project management you should check out the um you should check out the show note for the resource that we have for you that would contain some of the classes that you can take to get started okay um ada if i if i wanted to position myself for a global opportunity as a programs manager um what are like the steps that you would advise that i take um, so for positioning, I think working on your CV is the first step. Okay. Um, also getting the experience, getting these courses, um, trying to make sure that you, you have at least some experience to talk about some results to show and apply. How do I get the experience? By, by interning, by you, you have to apply for these jobs for you to get them. Um, mm-hmm. So to get that experience, I feel I believe um, people should apply for entry level jobs, um, and then you learn from those that have done this before you, because of course you'll be working um, with them on their in their various projects. So that's that's one way to get experience, and that's that should be the focus while you're taking these courses, um, because okay. again, if you're doing it together, all the best. Um, that, that 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 that's like the best way to get this um, knowledge and experience. So for me, it's working on your CV, make it look, make it um, talk a lot about results on your CV, um, talk a lot about interest if you're starting very early and what you hope that this role will do for you and um, apply. Okay. 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 Oh my God. Thank you so much, Ada. This has been super, super useful. And I am so grateful that I get to hear your story again. It never gets old. (laughs) (laughs) I really appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Thank you so Um, much for having me. If my listeners wanted to find you, where's the most uh, useful avenue for them to, or the most useful platform Uh, where where you're most active? LinkedIn. I share a lot of opportunities this time around for entrepreneurs in emerging markets. But yeah, I may start talking a lot more about program management. Okay, okay. Okay, thank you so much for coming. All right. I appreciate you. All right, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Thank you for joining me on today's adventure. It's been a lot of fun and I hope you've gained some valuable insight to get you started today. If you enjoyed the show, let me know on Instagram at Ditemi Oyewole. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review this episode on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. It would help other remote workers such as yourself find the show. I hope to see you again next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.